Hello, this is Richard Russell, and welcome back to Creativity and Composition. I've been reading two books lately, The Beatles Biography that was published by Bob Spitz last year, and also Chronicles by Bob Dylan, which was also published last year. These are very good reads, and if you're a fan of the music of either of these, I highly recommend them. One thing that struck me as I was reading these books is this. After reaching their greatest big early success, after being able to say finally that they have truly made it, they were still able to go on to even greater heights. Let's see, Ringo Starr was 24, John Lennon 23, Paul McCartney was 21, and George Harrison was just about a dozen days away from turning 21. And here they are, due to perform on The Ed Sullivan Show in February 1964. To Americans, it might have seemed that they were an overnight sensation. But, if you know the history of the Beatles, they had been working since they were young teens, separately and together. They really cemented themselves as a band during their time in Hamburg, Germany, about three and a half years earlier. The Beatles worked for years, perfecting their craft, and then were invited to go to the United States and appear on national television. No other British pop band had ever done this before, and this was all uncharted territory. Imagine how frightened you might be if you were in those shoes. And so they came to America to play on television, and they are a smash success. Already successful in their home country, they are able to wake up one day and say that they have truly, without qualification, made it. What do you do for an encore? What happens next? And that's really what's so remarkable about the success of the Beatles. Bob Dylan's book is also very interesting, and since it is told in the first person, with Bob Dylan recalling his early days in New York City, and since the book jumps around in time from year to year, you have to sometimes take the narrator with a grain of salt. But Dylan writes at length about how he stayed on the couch of various friends' apartments, how he knew which was the right venue for him to perform in, but he couldn't get his foot in the door to even play there and how he pressed the flesh and met the right people to help open the way for him, how he sang folk songs, but for the longest time he didn't quite know anything about how he might want to write songs of his own. To most of us, it seems that the Beatles and Bob Dylan just sort of burst on the scene, fully formed and ready for our enjoyment. But while they both might have seemed to have been overnight sensations, they indeed did work hard for quite a long time to truly make it. I mention all this because you should be thinking about your own path and your own success. Is there a point at which you can say, I've truly made it? What might that be? To win a Pulitzer Prize in composition? Maybe one of those MacArthur Genius Grants? Or maybe a Grammy Award? Maybe you want to be interviewed on 60 Minutes or by Oprah? I've heard singers, for instance, say that their dream is to perform on the Metropolitan Opera stage. And then there's that old joke about how you get to Carnegie Hall as if that's the ultimate goal. It's great to have these dreams, and it's great to work toward all these goals. In fact, I think it is very important to be able to have goals to shoot for. It's a way to mark your progress. But once you hit that goal, what do you do next? Remember, the Beatles didn't just start off their journey with the goal of being on The Ed Sullivan Show in America. They got their act together first. They honed their craft. They took the time needed. When they were rooming together in bad living conditions in Hamburg, did they ever get impatient 
and not trust themselves? Did they ever wonder, what are we doing here in this country where we sing songs that aren't even in the native language? Yeah, I'm sure they probably thought that from time to time. But they took advantage of the opportunity. They took advantage of their time. They got tight as friends and as musicians. The Beatles as we know them today would probably not have happened without Hamburg. And similarly with Bob Dylan. He came to New York with little idea that he might ever become a songwriter in his own right. He did spend time listening and absorbing the climate in the New York City folk music scene, and he took in what he felt was going to help him develop. And when they finally did make it big, remember, they didn't just curl up and rest on their laurels. They continued onward. Now, how is it that they did this? Two things. First, they had outsized ambition. These people wanted to be the biggest and the best. And once they got there, they wanted to stay there. And so they worked to keep themselves there. And secondly, good work habits. Both Dylan and the Beatles were very prolific. When you look at pop stars today, where it can take two or three years to release an album, have a look at how many albums the Beatles and Bob Dylan released between 1964 and 1967 to say nothing of the quality of their releases. Similarly, I can tell you from my own experience, I've met Pulitzer Prize winners in composition and also MacArthur Genius Grant winners, and they too, like Dylan and the Beatles, don't seem to be resting on their laurels. They don't act like they've made it. They are still composing, they are still hustling, still getting commissions, they are still in the game. I don't know if I can help you with the first item, having outsized ambition. This has to come from deep down inside of you, and you have to give yourself a reality check to see just what is your comfort level in terms of how much you will push yourself. But the second item, good work habits. I hope I can impress upon you the importance of good work habits. Eventually, you're going to write the best piece you've ever written, or you're going to reach a certain level of success some small recognition or some large recognition, some thing that makes you say, wow, I've made it. Now, what are you going to do next? The answer is you're going to fall back on your good work habits. You're going to keep your discipline. And we can also take the lesson to heart that even overnight sensations take time. We have to practice, we have to compose, we have to network, we have to experiment, we have to rehearse and get performances of our music, it's practically a full-time job, I'm sure you know. Even if sometimes we get discouraged or question our ability to persevere, just remember, this too is part of our journey. And whatever we are working toward, whatever our goals are, once we reach them, the journey will just continue onward from there as well. Until next time, this is Richard Russell with Creativity and Composition saying, Keep creating.